0: Welcome to Fable and the Verbivore.
1: I'm Fable Beth Stedman.
0: I'm the Verbivore Laura Johnson.
1: And this is a podcast for writers who love to read,
0: readers who love to write,
1: and anyone who loves words. Okay, (laughs) so we are going to continue our conversation about adventure stories, talking about um, some more details of those things. And I'm going to start by asking Laura because yes. she, she just said she, I so did I, I know that she wrote a list of all her I did all a bunch of adventure stories that she loves and I want to hear your list so on your list yes
0: so I did mention some of them in the in the one before and I will I will list them yeah. though all because they need to all be here um <laughs> So, Da Vinci Code uh, by Dan Brown came into my head. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, which, yep. if you have to choose one, I'm like, it has to be that one for me. National Treasure, mm-hmm. Goonies. Yes. <laughs> oh my God.
1: <laughs> which,
0: when I was talking with Aaron about it, he's like, "Is Goonies on your list?" And I'm like, "It is. It is. <laughs> I thought of that yesterday."
1: Oh, I and so, he, that. yeah. <laughs> good call.
0: And that is like. Classic yeah, and the princess bride those yes. are like my younger kid jams
1: like you absolutely me too
0: hope with that and it's like okay but <laughs> those mm-hmm. were the ones I quoted a lot <laughs> and you like I don't know just it's odd how they come back to you and then obviously um, Sean Astin was also in the Lord of the Rings and you're like oh like that there's there's just so much there that I love that about a story is that they can yeah. make you like think that you know someone and are like and yeah, they're in another <laughs> thing I love the Lord of yeah. the Rings Yes. Um. And The Hobbit, but specifically The Hobbit as the story, The Hobbit, because I book, think yeah, The Hobbit, the movie might get a little muddy with all the adventure. Yeah. Um. It's not as succinct and good, I think, Flippy. in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Tomb Raider, the the new one with Alicia Vikander. Um. It's a Lara Croft one. Ready Player One. Um. Which yeah. is totally technically yeah it's um search for MacGuffins and both the book and the and the movie um The Count of Monte Cristo like the long one by Alexandre Dumas that was actually one of the first ones that really drew me in and I it's read still on it on my list I haven't yeah. read it yet <laughs> I'm not no. gonna give anything away but I want to share this because it, yeah. it was so con like It was such an important part of my life. Um, My sister, Lisa, had read it for Mm -hmm. English class and she actually like told me, just said part of the story to me and then like read key pages to me and I read it and then I've read it like five times since then. So it's one of those really like it's a personal yeah. Really beloved story. My daughter's middle name is Valentine, and she was taken from the character Valentine in the Count of Monte Cristo. So it's like a really emotional <laughs> one. Um, Percy Jackson, The Lightning yes. Beast. Um, Race to the Sun, which I actually just recently read. Um, it's a Navajo, mm-hmm. um, it's it's kind of a Navajo mythology, but it's really an adventure story um, by Rebecca Rowanhorse. Mm-hmm. Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Yeah, um, totally. Which, again, it's like most of my Touchstone movies, now that I've been thinking about it, are actually adventure stories. Yeah, it's cool um pirates of the caribbean the you know search for the black pearl um or the the curse of the black pearl I think stardust as we said and I actually have read the graphic novel the book and watched the movie (laughs) I'm like a stardust I've done I've got two of
1: those three but I haven't seen the graphic novel yet (laughs) it is cool I think that's actually what came first pretty different from the others or pretty similar so Neil
0: Gaiman, he, he did Sandman and like the graphic novel there, yeah. and then he did the Stardust graphic novel, and then he made it into a novel. Oh, um, sorry. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's okay. It has some things. I think it's very close to the book, the book, uh-huh. um, which again, like the ending of the, that book, and I'm not going to give it away, but it <laughs> actually like is not a Hollywood ending. Uh-huh. I'm not saying that it ends sad, but just the way that it ends is kind of interesting and then you compare it to the movie ending and obviously it's like (laughs) it's the Hollywood ending which is again isn't bad um but that it had that same feel to the graphic novel and I think you know his storytelling started out in that that graphic novel type of place it felt really kind of meant for a graphic novel but I love that you know it's been continuing that Story continue to be told because um, sure. it's it's but it, the art is beautiful. It's beautiful. I'm gonna have to uh, check graphic it out graphic novel. Yeah, <laughs> if, if you like that sort of thing, I recommend it. Uh, you know, Arthur uh, Arthur Dent in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy goes on an yes. adventure,
1: which is <laughs> <That's laughs> definitely an adventure story. Yes, <laughs> so that was an adventure story that made me mad. I was so frustrated <laughs> with that ending of that book. The, the book, right? The, the, the book. book. I haven't so seen the movie,
0: but I was gonna say. I'd recommend seeing the movie because I okay. think I love the book, but I really connect the humor so I yeah. could forgive it. It's because, <laughs> um, yeah, it's frustrating. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I just read a 200 page joke. <laughs> like, right. It's a joke. And it, it was. <laughs> the movie, I yeah. think, does a really good job of giving you some form of okay. ending before okay. the restaurant at the end of the universe. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, if you haven't seen it, highly recommend seeing it. All right. <laughs> uh, we mentioned A New Hope, um, The Martian, which uh, I'm talking about the film. Um, I really want to read the book, but I haven't had a chance to. Um, yeah. The bo- the movie though is it's really fascinating, and it's actually the story of supposedly an astronaut who is left on Mars. They everyone thinks he's dead. And so he, he has to figure out a way to quest and get back home. And is totally out of his element. The the first sentence of the book is really gripping, um, which is why I really want to read it. Um, but highly recommended as a film as well as really What's well done. the
1: first sentence of the book, Laura? You can't just tell me I'm that sorry. and then not tell me what it is.
0: Um, it is a curse word. Um, okay. <laughs> I think that's okay. Yes. Fast forward so, 10 seconds if you want to miss the curse part. That's Exactly. If you want to miss it. So basically, I I believe it is, um, I'm pretty much fucked. That's my considered <laughs> opinion. Fucked. And you have to admit, like yeah, as an opening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yes. Strong, dramatic, like holds really You, wonder, you get- like why <laughs> you get into that mindset
0: yeah that's great great story mm-hmm. <laughs> and as we mentioned before six of crows which mm-hmm. is just it's a heist but it's also an adventure they're going yeah. to break people out um love that atlantis the disney film um for atlantis which yeah i'm i really really like that film <laughs> I enjoyed that one too yeah yeah I I love the like journey to the center of the earth type stuff and and I kind of come by all of that I guess honestly because I did read a lot of Jules Verne um like the time machine and mm-hmm. and so I loved that it kind of
1: paid I tried reading a lot the of time tribute. machine and it just was it was slow to me <laughs> I couldn't get into it but you know so- I need that like really fast pace to be fair,
0: I read it um for a science fiction class. I had um, to read it and I had seen the movie The Time Machine. So it was something that I already had kind of a, a thing of, for. Yeah. It is an odd, it is an odd book. Like <laughs> yeah. all of those really, when you look back at them, especially with our current like modern sensibilities, it's like what is this like (laughs) and the Count of Monte Cristo really it's like the adventure element is really just an element of like this thousand page book that I'm like how did I even get but somehow um, like at that time I guess I was more open to the spending lots of time (laughs) like waiting through all of this description. And when I, you're younger, you have more time for that. <laughs> yeah. And, and maybe again. you don't like have that connection to yourself of like what stuff you hate and what stuff yeah. you don't.
1: Yeah. Like
0: I'm I must say there's certain books that I'm like, I'm never touching that book again with a 10 foot pole. Anacronina. Sorry, <laughs> Anna <Anacronina. laughs> you. Yes, yep. Never again. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. That's okay. We'll that never get <laughs> exactly. back. Sorry. Um Hunger Games, yeah, um, the movie. Yeah. So Hunger Games, grim adventure, because obviously all of this is like she's gone into the through the looking glass world of like just horror. But I do think that they they kind of follow similar things, and there's yeah. even moments of like wonder within that, like when you have the you know things that Cinna does and the lighting of the dress. Um, yeah, it has like these moments of great awe, like mixed with these moments of like sure terror and horror and she walks that line really well to make it readable Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and it's one of those that I like I read more than once and have read more than once and I will continue to read it more um because I think that there's a lot there that she she put in um Anastasia (laughs) <laughs> the like animated um yeah the animated film with Meg Ryan and John Cusack which I'm such a dork like I have the <laughs> soundtrack memorized but it is like she's on that quest to find her family in Paris uh-huh. um and there's lots of getting there, there um, lots of challenges along the way and even a really creepy villain character which yes <laughs> yes like like gave me nightmares actually um <laughs> And then the secret. So Caraval, the Magnolia sword, and then this one's just a personal favorite: um, the Secret Life of Walter Mitty, the um ben Stiller that. movie. Um, it's one. So the Secret Life of Walter Mitty is actually. Oh, wait, a short story I did watch that. You showed me. I think yes. I think I gave it to you. To watch. <laughs> and I was like, yes. "What? Do I remember now." Um, <laughs> yeah, it was fascinating. Yeah, yes, it's it's a very it's an odd film yeah like, and it for was sure, an odd fun. short story yeah mm-hmm. but the thing that I was thinking of and I actually have the soundtrack to it um there's this moment where like he crosses from his make-believe world which he's someone who is so good at what he does but he hasn't really been living for a very long time yeah and so he lives in his mind, like through his imagination, um rather than living in the real world. It's kind of a safety yeah. mechanism, I feel. And there's a part where he like completely crosses over into the real world, and it's crazy what happens. And he's like, "Is this real life?" Like he, he still thinks he's in his mind, and yeah. his his running for the adventure like that to me is just delicious. And I I love something that really challenges are you really living (laughs) like Mm -hmm. to you know are you just dreaming your dreams and just telling yourself to wait or are you actually going out there and and grabbing them and I love seeing his arc and his development over time they tell the story with his clothes Mm -hmm. and what he does like even his bag at each point it's actually directed by Ben Stiller and it is one of those that I just I look at it and I think it's a wonder um, mm-hmm. for for all the things that it does and shows. So, yeah, that is my yeah. very long list.
1: I love did it. I miss <laughs> any that you would put on that list? <laughs> I think you covered almost everything. <laughs> I you know what I did out think awesome of? Underlines. Like um, <laughs> yeah. One book I did think of that I felt like totally fits that adventure was um, Cress from the Lunar Chronicles. And I don't, I mean, I guess all of those books are kind of adventure stories, but Cress in particular, it feels like she's really thrown out of her element, like, you know, thrown into a desert after <laughs> in space for like forever. There's these obstacles she has to overcome and this like, I don't know, that one came to mind. Yeah. Um, all the other ones that I, had, I thought of you like named though. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, and I think that's a great point, but sometimes the quest is actually just to get back yeah yeah, like to to get Mm -hmm. you know there's like castaway i think it's probably an adventure story too the the tom hanks film and that some of that is getting either back or getting somewhere yeah that's not where you're at because staying there is is death right and or or basically like just accepting your fate and like Mm -hmm. giving up and and there's something beautiful about those stories too that really like the pushing you forward and the kind of yeah. getting you through, even if it's either like digging within yourself or in Tom Hanks, you know he yeah. uses imagination and creates Wilson. Something very admirable, I think, about seeing someone in those difficult, n- near impossible situations and yeah. seeing them try to dig within themselves to to not give up. Yeah. to like find their hope to just move forward even yeah. even a small bit
1: yeah and I think in some ways that's you get that element almost always in, in adventure stories this element is yes. like all is lost I can't get out of this how are we going to do yeah. this and then that character's character or characters having to kind of figure it out and solve the puzzle digging into themselves and find yeah. that strength whatever it is like and get past this obstacle yeah
0: absolutely and I am such a dork for, like, good puzzles and, like, <laughs> conundrums and, like, the weird having to figure out how something works. Again, my yes. Da like, Vinci Code is on this list. Like, yes. with all the different ciphers and, mm-hmm. like, any of those where, you know, Indiana Jones, obviously, in The Last Crusade, yeah. one of my favorite sequences is, like, the jump from the lion's mouth and how... Mm-hmm. um you know, how I think that jump actually feels so relatable with with life, like there's many moments where you Absolutely. feel like you're jumping out into nothing and you're just hoping something will catch you and that you've made the right choice or that you've, you've figured out the solution mm-hmm. enough that it will actually not let you fall. And I love those elements of, yeah. Of a good, but oh my film. gosh,
1: is that stuff hard to write? <laughs> like, yes, <it's> yes, <laughs> I like, yes. hadn't even tried until this last whip, and it was like, oh, <laughs> this is really hard. Well, so, what's funny about that is so, um,
0: there's like a scene in Harry Potter, the first one, the um, Sorcerer's Stone, where there's the mirror of the era said, and it's like, oh, that was a really great you know name yeah. you look at it she wrote it backwards literally like it's desire backwards <laughs> and, <laughs> and all of a sudden I I like, my, my mind was opened to mm. we sometimes make these things harder than they need to be yeah and sometimes mm. by taking a different lens and just flipping it around we can come up to an interesting solution and not that that's yeah. always the solution yeah. But I think also, like, looking at what other people have done, yeah, you know, in terms of what they've done in their books, when they're writing clues, when they're writing different elements like that, or when yeah. you see something where you're like, oh, that's interesting, like, that looks fascinating, and then, like, stitching them together in a way that yeah. makes sense. I love that even just by listening to how someone did something. I don't know if I haven't yeah. listened to all of Dan Brown's. Does he talk at all about
1: how he created bit. some of his puzzles? Not so specifically, but yeah. a little bit.
0: Well, and Alice in Wonderland and um Through the Looking Glass, both like both of those actually the movements of the book reflect a chess game for I think through the looking glass and a game, I think checkers for um I'll have to double check that just so that I'm not uh-huh. saying something crazy but I think it's at least a chess game for um through the through looking class yeah. yeah and yeah. it's just interesting how someone chooses a schema and that it all makes sense and then they're able to make sense of it themselves um yeah yeah that's a good point that was fascinating that's fun do we want to talk of a yes <laughs> of course we do <laughs> so a MacGuffin um, just to give a little context it's what um, uh, Alfred Hitchcock used to call like the thing that propels the story forward like the thing that everyone's after the thing that you know is uh, the chase is on Um, but the the MacGuffin could also be like an idea it could be Mm you know Mulan trying to find honor for her family like it it could be an I it doesn't have to be a physical object but a lot of times obviously there's this search for this ultimate thing whatever yes. it is and you have a very the treasure clear,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. you have a very clear idea though of what success looks like yeah. and I think that's one of the keys to adventure is you either know if they have succeeded or failed like mm-hmm. on the surface like easily and they don't always succeed. They, yeah. you know, they may just escape with their lives and that's okay. Like right, <laughs> only totally up to the, the story, you know, the story writer, but there's really no in between, like, there's not usually yeah. a, they, you know, they kind of succeeded usually yeah. it's like
1: clear. That's such a great point. Well, and that means that their want has to be really clear too. Like, yes. even if it is abstract or something, it's also really evident to the con- to the audience like and usually pretty early on I feel like
0: absolutely because I think that's it's so tied to the overarching stakes yes of of the story and sometimes it may shift like you may realize that all of a sudden the MacGuffin that they're after isn't really the thing that they need and so it's shifted away from that MacGuffin to really whatever what they really truly need is yeah but sometimes it is like just that MacGuffin that they're after the entire time they're out there to get the treasure sometimes they get both like a national treasure one um, where you know get the get the treasure yeah. and get a meaningful relationship <laughs> and i think that having such clearly defined stakes yes. makes you realize when it's kind of slipping through their grasp uh-huh. really easily like you yeah and you feel it in your bones when you're like oh they're gonna fall short or yeah oh that's it's not gonna happen the way I thought it would or someone has
1: taken the McGuffin. well and that's exactly what makes you want to keep turning pages right Right. because you're like I want to know if they're gonna get this thing yeah and it doesn't look like they're gonna get it and are they I have to read faster I can't put it down well or in the
0: case of Raiders of the Lost Ark like he finds it and then it gets taken from, out from underneath him. And yes. there's there's so many things like that where but it's like the being so close, like yes. so close to succeeding that you can taste it. Mm-hmm. And then it's like being shoved back. And all of a sudden yes. it's just Moana came into my head that there's like this moment where they're so close to getting the heart back the heart of Te back Mm -hmm. and it's like the boat is like not only is it like desolate and the sail is torn on this boat but it's like pushed back so far that it's almost like being pushed back to the beginning yeah um and it's it's it's
1: crushing
0: it's one of those moments (laughs) that like you're there I cry every moment in that scene Mm -hmm. when her when there's like this part where her grandmother grandma, who's yeah. kind of a spirit guide comes and you know basically has this heart to heart with her and you get exactly why she's so crushed because it's like everything she had done has yeah. been completely reset again like that is really human yes. um, that's that something being so close within your grasp you can taste it
1: and then it's it just fails like it falls yeah. apart it's you. Goonies like mm-hmm. celebrating and having all the coins and then like the bad guy's throwing up it's, yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. I, I do think that by seeing
0: that that as human beings we're not alone yeah. <laughs> like, seeing then okay you have to pick yourself back up or you have friends with you who will help support you as you stand back up like having that it's one of the important moments I think usually in an adventure story is you have you know as you said the all is lost moment but it's what happens during that moment that I really think defines the characters and and can really show a lot of change um Inside Out actually has a great moment like that and really that's an adventure story too um where like she's holding on to all these memories and they're literally disappearing through her hands (laughs) and it feels like there's nothing to yeah. do but to disappear herself, and again, yeah. that, like that one, I cry immensely at because I think there's something like having giving into that despair. Yeah, at that point is so easy, and it's so realistic. Um, so sitting there, you you kind of feel those emotions yourself. Um, yeah. and then seeing someone get up
1: from that place, um, is powerful. Totally, I think of in the book Conflict and Suspense. Who is that? I don't remember what? his name anyway. And then, uh, no, that's or is no, it, Bell? it isn't, yeah, Scott Bell. Bell I think, yeah, J- J- Scott Bell. I think like that is three words. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> it in the show notes. Um, yep. but he talks in that book how the stakes always have to be death like it's always death, and it doesn't always mean physical death, but it's always yes. death. Like sometimes it's a psychological death, sometimes it's a death of who you think you are or Mm -hmm. your career or what you want or whatever, but it's always death. And I, and I think that that, like, that was really fascinating to me. Like the stakes have to be that, high and i think you see that in adventure stories like you see like it's yes you're exactly right it's that moment in inside out it's all dissolving and it's like this is everything she wants everything she thinks she is everything she thinks she needs you know like and it's gone and it's yes. Like, yes that is death like you know <laughs> absolutely <laughs> and it's so relatable and it is what we want to we want to see a character get past that however they can yeah. or i think that's so compelling but if you don't have yes. a solid want, if you don't have something that's really clear, yes. if you don't have that McGuffin, McGuffin, Mac, uh, <laughs> no. <MacGuffin, MacGuffin>. yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what the character wants, then you can't have that clear, you know, like you don't know if they've gotten it, you don't know, it, then everything's shady. You have no stakes. Um, yes. In order to have those stakes, you have to know, like, this is what they want and the audience has to know this is what they want and you have to talk about this is what they want and you have to make that really clear they have to keep pursuing it time yes. and time again no matter what obstacle gets in the way like i am going to get that thing and maybe they don't but they have to really want it
0: and i think you have to undercut it with that risk those yeah. moments of like the clear they are risking something yeah tangible and something you know even if it's not a physical thing like You can see what they're willing to put on the line in order to get it. And that uh, comes back to the danger elements and the Mm -hmm. this is what they're willing to sacrifice, which um, actually reminds me of the Pirates of the Caribbean. When you have Will Turner, who's actually willing to sail with a pirate, you know, he may hate pirates like he may have all of this internal conflict with them. that he's going to have to square with it sometime because obviously it's within him too um, from a legacy standpoint, but he's willing to give up really and potentially being welcomed back into society Mm
1: -hmm.
0: with what he's doing because he cares that much about someone. Mm -hmm. And, And I think that's when you set up kind of where their conflicts are, yeah. and what it is it's good to pay attention to or maybe even figure out how to undercut things where they're going to the things that they're most in conflict with they're gonna have to face and they're gonna yes. have to make the tough choices like the tough dilemmas of how far am I willing to go yeah and what am I willing to give up and risk in this um it, it's it is like gambling um a yeah. bit where it's this element of the stakes being so high that it's easy to see them losing and sometimes in in fact I think in many they do like Mm -hmm. and it has to be something that they care about like that they've cared to lose or that they've cared to sacrifice um
1: otherwise why do we care you know like exactly does it matter (laughs) right
0: (laughs) well and it's almost like I have seen some books where it's almost like they give them something where it's like oh but that wouldn't you know it's almost like to assuage it hurting too much and you're like "Mm, this should actually like cut to the quick um it may not be like the mortal wound but it should hurt like yeah
1: (laughs) well you can't just throw danger at a character like that's that's not what makes (laughs) an adventure compelling it's that they want something they're trying to get it and then danger gets in the way like yes get in the way yeah
0: well and if you throw danger at them too much before you actually are any bit invested in who they are you don't care either because yeah. it's like it can be the most horrible situation but I don't know yeah.
1: I don't care okay. like,
0: I don't know this person yet <laughs> yeah. and, and I think like balancing those things of you know we've talked about yeah how opening up a story is important in getting to know your character and kind of Figuring out, okay, how do, you, without slowing down the pace, yeah, how do I show that character some elements of them so that they are, there are some connections with them um, even yeah. from the beginning?
1: Yeah, totally. I think I haven't, I mean, like I said, I'm reading it right now, so I haven't finished it yet, but I feel like Fable does that really well. Like, cause you, in the very first chapter, she sets up what the character wants and that she wants it because of a pain that Mm. she's experienced, a loss that she's already experienced. And I think that that was a really interesting and and it worked really well to get (laughs) you as the reader to come to feel empathy for that character and to want to see are they going to actually get this thing that they want that they've already Mm. lost that has already clearly hurt them. Yeah, I thought it, it was really kind of brilliantly done. And she did it in a way that you like know, oh, this hurt them and this is why, yeah. what they want but you also don't know all, the whole story yet so it still created mm. those which is like a particularly perfect blend of like yes raising questions in the reader but still making the want really clear this is great yes well and that's exactly it because you
0: want the we talked about making it 95 percent. don't give it to yes. them completely like hold things back and yeah and keep those things moving forward as even as you like reveal things and I I think yeah. what you said is spot on like the whole point is to engage empathy like you really have to get into the shoes of that character even if you don't know everything about them it's yeah. literally like that's your job in the first part is to engage that sense of empathy if you at all can um yeah. with with the character yeah it- let's talk about like we had talked a little bit about pirates and kind of like those standards of the adventure film series you know on the high seas um being in the jungle but even though I mean those elements like present in you know the mummy you're you're out in the desert and like searching Uh you know through different crypts and things like that like All of that is great. Like none of that is you can always tell a new story with those elements. But what I find interesting, and as we've talked about, there's there's so many different ways of kind of going and sampling different elements of that. I like that about National Treasure is it's sampled kind of the historical context, but while being like set fully in modern setting with technology and Mm -hmm. and actually like making the technology of the past in comparison to the the current technology it kind of had this really great conflict to it of those two things like there's all these things from the past and I think Da Vinci Code does similar things where lots of these things were created before and you marvel at kind of the ingenuity yeah and you're kind of like oh if they had done that yesterday you wouldn't have needed anywhere near that number of kind of unique things to create you know the special glasses like but I love the bringing something surprising into it which is the thing that I liked about um national treasure as as a an example is it really mixes in it feels like a really interesting blend of kind of your indiana jones um but with a modern twist of what what is possible and so even as we were talking before about settings being a certain way that it could be fantasy it could be you know historical it could be modern it could be sci-fi you can actually play around with that a lot yeah and kind of mix it up technically yeah kind of combine things
1: together and yeah. to get
0: something new for sure star wars is kind of almost that science fiction but it actually takes place in a fantastical world and so it's mm-hmm. it's remembering that you can blend these kind of things together um yeah. in any way that you want and to any story that you want you know yeah prose is really kind of that heist thriller but it's really an adventure story too which I think yeah I think some of that those elements and even setting up the once of all of the six main characters um yeah. where you know exactly everything that's on the line for each one yeah and even though you don't necessarily know ultimately what they're fighting for mm-hmm. you find that out and you get linked
1: in over time yeah you I, don't always know the I, why right away but you know what yeah. they want yeah yeah for
0: sure well and I think as has an adventure story you know usually yeah it's one character and some some side characters but you don't have to follow any of that like there's Mm -hmm. literally innumerable
1: things you can do yeah there's so many variations (laughs) yes so experiment and have fun and learn more about adventure stories and what those elements are and um play with them a little bit because you can and it can create something new and exciting and something that we want to read because I'm always looking for another adventure (laughs) story so so keep reading keep writing keep putting your work out in the world and yes thank you for joining us yes